two of your major themes, Pastor John, are God's sovereignty, of course, and, and the centrality of joy in God, or Christian hedonists. Uh, how do these two topics relate? How does God's sovereignty and the centrality of joy in God relate? How does Calvinism connect to joy in God? I love that question, Tony. I really do. I mean, these are two of the most precious and glorious things in my life. I could talk about these all day long, which created a problem when I went to answer this with you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think we, I'm going to need to break this into two if I'm not mistaken. So you, you decide whether you want to make this two or not. But th- there's two ways to answer this. One is foundational about the very nature of God himself and how his godness, his free and independent sovereignty relates to our joy. That, that's the first one that I'll, I'll answer. And the second one that may need a second APJ is how God's sovereignty in this fallen world actually helps us fight for our joy in the face of enormous uh, suffering and sorrow. So let me let me tackle the first one and then we'll see how long it takes and, and we can go for, for a second if you want to. Here's, here's how they relate. God's sovereignty is owing to his completeness as God. He has no needs. He depends on no one and nothing. All that he needs, he has in and of himself, and therefore he is infinitely happy in the fellowship of the Trinity. So the love that the Father has for the Son uh, and the Son has for the Father, this love is essentially joy. Because they're not lovingly enduring each other. Like there's no long suffering in the Trinity like there is for sinners outside the Trinity. They have an infinite pleasure in each other's perfections. And therefore joy, and this is what just blows my mind and I love it, therefore joy is at the essence of God's godness. It is the foundation of his sovereignty. The reason God is free and independent and powerful outside God is that he is completely happy inside God. He has no needs and he's sovereignly independent because he's happy at the core of his being in his all sufficiency, his self-sufficiency. And therefore, when he creates the world, It's not owing to any deficiency in him. He didn't create out of need. He didn't create because he hoped that his creation would supply something that he was lacking. It was motivated by giving, not needing. And therefore, and this is the greatest news in all the world, is that therefore he he spills over with his own joy in God. God's creating the world is God's intention to share with creatures in his own image the very joy that he has in himself. That's what he wanted to share. So when you read in in, uh, John 17, the prayer of Jesus, what he desires for us at the end of that prayer is that we would be with him where he is to see his 
glory that God had given him and that we would love him with the very love that the Father has for the Son, which is, I think, what the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is really all about. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Father loving the Son and the Son loving the Father. And oh, for the day, Tony, oh, for the day when we'll be done with sinning and the joy that we have in God will be the kind of joy that he really designed for us to have. And therefore, our joy is not marginal to the reason for the universe. This is what's so mind-boggling when people say, oh, I think joy is just icing on the cake of Christianity, and really it's all about commitment and obedience, and if joy comes, that's nice, and if it doesn't, that's okay. That's just crazy. It's right at the heart of what the universe, who God is and who we are. So it, we were created to share in God's joy in God, and he made us to do this, and here's, here's the last piece of this this big answer. He made us to do this in such a way that when we are most satisfied in him, he is most glorified in us. So you can see why I'm a Christian hedonist, why I've spent all my adult life trying to think through the the meaning of joy in a world like this. When when we are thrilled, when we are most satisfied in all the perfections of God, we show those perfections to be precious to us, to be our treasure. We highlight them and lift them up and magnify them, and that's why the universe was made. So if, if you ask me, Tony, what's the relationship in the big picture between the sovereignty of God and joy, I would say in God, uh, joy is the ground of his sovereignty and the overflow of his sovereignty. Because he is perfectly happy, he is independent and free and needs nothing and sovereignly works on behalf of others. And when he does that, what he's working for is our joy in him. And so there's this great circle of enjoying God and glorifying God. Mm, Yes. Thank you, Pastor John. And speaking of sovereignty and Calvinism, uh, Pastor John has a new book coming out on November 11th, which is titled Five Points Towards a Deeper Experience of God's Grace. Be watching for that. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Email your questions to us at askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. You can visit us online at desiringgod.org to find thousands of books, articles, sermons, and other resources from John Piper, all free of charge. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening.